Hey, everybody. We wanted to take a moment to talk to you about driving with Uber again. Yeah, why again? Well, don't interrupt. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to do something here. Please don't interrupt me. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the Gen- audience. Genius shouldn't be interrupted. Yeah, yeah. Just stop it. Just keep your mouth shut <laughs> from now on. Uh, Because it really is a great opportunity to make some legitimate money. If you've taken an Uber, you know how great the experience is. And it's the drivers who make the experience great. Mm -hmm. Seriously, every time I talk to someone who drives with Uber, they always have great things to say. What kind of things? I don't know. I don't really talk to people. I'm I'm a star. I don't. Oh, I forgot that. To the average. <laughs> I don't talk to the average people. You know the thing that's that's interesting about driving with Uber. They love being their own boss. You have total independence. They earn great money, and it's it's actually easy to start. You just need a car, which you have, by yes. the way, and a license, which you don't have, which I find interesting. Uh yeah. Well, a license I could get. It's uh, that I fall into hallucinations. Uh, Is that the problem? Yeah, I have flashbacks (laughs) while I'm trying to drive. It's the only thing holding me back. The thing about driving with Uber, Gil, and I don't know if you know this, it's great for anybody who needs flexibility. I mean, if you already have a job and you need to earn some extra money. Like if you want to put your leg behind your head. Yes. Yes. Some people, they need some Very tall people. Yes. Um, It's great for students because they can make some extra money between classes, pick up some extra coin. It's great for parents because it's an easy way to work around your family schedule. It's true. And now is the prime time to cash in driving with Uber. And you, not you personally, Gilbert, but (laughs) our listeners who care. Well, thank me for telling them how to get paid every week. So, what are you waiting for? You have a car. (laughs) You have a license. Put them both to good use and start earning serious, life-changing money today. Sign up. To drive with Uber. That sounded very natural. Yes. Not not red at all. Well, I I I was I was getting emotional. Another hallucination? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna take this part. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drive with U-B-E-R.com. You wanna do the last one? Drivewithuber.com. This is Gilbert Gottfried. Are you sure? And, yeah, I, I'm vaguely. <laughs> I, I need it written down on a piece of paper. I'll put it on a card for you. And, uh, and, and I think I might get the title right after having done like a thousand of these. Only 20 or so. Uh, yes, so it's uh, Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions. You've got about a 20-episode curve. Yes, I want to put out, too, that we asked a couple of weeks ago for people to uh, to submit theme songs for this uh, show. And oh, they're, yes. they're, they're actually coming in. Uh, so that, that's right. We have two now to choose from. So we're gonna, we're, they're not going to be on this episode, but soon. Yeah. Very that, soon. That's, that's scary. <laughs> that people actually have as much yeah. time on their hands Ima- as we do. Imagine being a respected composer that you're... Say they were respected yes, composers. Yes, yes. 
I said yes. they were fans. Yeah. Why don't you start us yeah. off this week? Greg, to all your friends, well, I compose the music. <laughs> those, not really the podcast so much, but those other things afterwards, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Try to get laid with it's that It's sort one. of like saying you compose the incidental music on Gilligan's Island, not uh, the theme yes. song, but the little music or, they play when... Or uh, the incidental music in uh, The Munsters, which I remember was... Dun, dun, Da, 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 oh, that's da, great! Dun, that's dun, great! Dun, oh my da, god! Da, 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 da. <laughs> and there was that's, the that's music hilarious. on the Andy Griffith show whenever oh, Don Knotts. I should know this. Was feeling brave when he was feeling like was a that, when they would play that sort of dragnetty theme. Yes, that, yes, that, 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 that kind yes, of thing. Yes. Okay. That's brilliant. That's when Don Knotts would start strutting. And the one on Gilligan's Island, let me see if I can get this. It was... When Gilligan was riding a bike that washed the clothes, the professor had set up, or he was being chased by a giant spider through a cave. There's people now who think we've lost our minds. You know what's interesting about, last thing about incidental music, if you watch the old Batman series, each villain has their own, the main villains have their own little mini Musical stings. Oh, that's right. So the Joker has his little, uh, uh, his little. I'm trying to remember what it was now. I think it's dun da da dun 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 Do you remember that? Oh yes. And the and the Riddler has one too. And boy, this is really drilling deep. Now, with the exception of of uh, Frank Gorshin, yeah. were all of the villains on Batman gay? Oh, I, you know, I think almost. Well, let's see. Michael Rennie, I believe. David Wayne, the yes. Mad Hatter. Victor Bono, certainly. Uh, yes. Um, Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero. We've, Butch we've, Romero. We've discussed many Van times. Van Johnson. Jury's, uh, the jury's uh, out. I, I, I have a friend who yeah. says Van Johnson. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. How about Walter Slezak? Probably not because he had an acting daughter. Mm. Erica Slezak. But you never know. Yeah, you Well, Cliff Robertson know. was straight. Ah. And uh, Gorshin, you said, was straight. And I think as far as we know, uh, Rod- oh, who Burgess else Meredith. Burgess Meredith yes. was married to Paulette Goddard. Yes. So there's a straight actor. Yes. Who else? Oh, uh, well, let's see. Vincent Price? No, I'm yeah. going the other direction now. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> also one of those. Well, he was married. Yeah. To, married, to- but. You always wondered. There's those people you always wondered. You never heard anything on. Kind of like Dom DeLuise always struck me. Also married with kids. Yeah. Yeah. And you never heard any stories. Right. What about Roger C. Carmel? He was a Batman villain. Ah, which one was he? He was Colonel Colonel Gum in the Green Hornet episode. Oh, geez. I know way too much. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I think we've made our point. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maurice Evans. Oh, my. Oh, just, maybe not gay, just English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He could be one of those. <laughs> Boy, we really went down a rabbit yes. hole. Do you want to tell us what film uh, okay. you, you picked this week? I'm going to pick a film I've discussed many times on the show, 
And it's certainly not a quality film oh, okay. by any stretch <laughs> oh, okay. of the so, imagination. So this isn't even with reservations. Yeah. This is just... It's not intelligently written. <laughs> and don't, don't expect to be awed by the special effects. Okay. Oh, I, I, I can imagine. Ladies and gentlemen, from William Castle. I know where you're which, going. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Vincent Price in The Tingler. <laughs> yeah, I would say don't be awed by the special yes. effects. It, it's, the Tingler itself looks like, like it's a rubber centipede. Pretty much. And, and uh, there are some scenes you could basically see the string. Yeah. Pulling it along. Wasn't that part floor. of its charm, though? Yes. Yeah. Those William Castle films were just fun. House on Haunted Hill, and yeah, uh, there was, everything. There's so many of them. And but it, it, it's based on scientific evidence. The Tingler, right? Yes, because it's been proven that if you're scared, when you're scared, you have a Tingler living in your body, folks. <laughs> Everyone, that's been described in the film. This is in the Mayo Clinic. Yes, you can look yes, this up. Yes, yeah. uh, I, I had my spine x-ray. <laughs> sure enough, there was a tingler on it. Well, that's the premise. <laughs> yes. the, the, you, should explain, you, should, you should briefly explain the premise. Yes. So when, when you get scared, yeah. if you don't scream, see, the tingler starts squeezing your spine. Correct. When you get scared. <laughs> And if you got to scream, so the tingler will let go of your spine. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, and the, and the gimmick was they rigged the, 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 the movie theater seats to yes, give people a shot. Yes, they had buzzers. Yeah. And so there's one part of the movie. This is my favorite part of the movie. Uh, we've talked about this with David yeah. Tell, but, but worth repeating. Where the tingler gets loose in a movie theater. <laughs> right. And so it's a double thing right. where both movie and reality right. collide. That's right. And so the screen goes dark, and Vincent Price starts <laughs> screaming out to both the movie audience and, of course, us, the audience, he, scream, scream for your lives. The tingler is loose in the theater. Scream, scream for your lives. And, and, and. Then everyone has to start screaming. And then and my favorite part afterwards is after a monster is loose in the theater yeah. and he's telling people to scream or the monster will kill you. Yes. He goes, our movie will resume now. <laughs> I thought, I thought, Everybody returned to their seats. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> so, so in the 50s... Yeah. Uh, Audiences are sitting. Is it early sixties or uh, late fifties? Yeah, yeah. Audiences somewhere in America are sitting in a movie theater, <laughs> watching a scene of people sitting in a movie theater. Yes, with they're, a tingler and loose. They're watching a blank and, screen. And they're watching a blank point. screen yeah. when the ting- the tingler is on the loose. You know, it was one of those movies where Price just did his best. Yes, and you could just see the. <laughs> It is. It is. Re- I watched it because um, uh, TCM had a William Castle salute over yes. over Halloween, and I happened to be sick. And I watched House on Haunted Hill. I think Mr. Sardonicus. There was a, there was a, was another one I can't think of right away. And uh, my God, I have never seen The Tingler, and I watched it. And I thought, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's still fun to watch. But it's fun. It actually it's a it, lot. And there's a guy. 
Oh, there's a woman who's a mute. That's right. So she can't scream. <laughs> I forgot about her. About her, and there's a whole other pl- plot with Price trying to kill his wife. Oh yes, uh, this, 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 yeah, because she's cheating on him. I'm yes. Anyway, the Tingler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll get we'll get mail about this one. The Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast Producer of the Month for August is Kate Jones. Thank you, Kate. Be just like Kate and get rewarded for supporting our podcast. Head over to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried. For a small amount each month, you can get some colossal benefits, such as access to new podcast episodes before anyone else, exclusive video hangouts, shout-outs from me on Twitter. I will even read something that you send me, and it'll sound just like this. Go to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried. That's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Gilbert Gottfried. We thank you for your generosity. I, I'm going to go pretty far afield here and talk about a movie that I talked about on a friend's podcast. <clears throat> My friends Tim Merrill and Maurice Bershtinsky, who are big fans of this show. You just made up those. I made them up. Yes. Um... I was on their podcast, which is called See Here. It's a great podcast. Check it out. And we talked about a movie called All That Jazz, which you and yeah. I were discussing not too long ago. Yeah, because what I heard about this film, I guess you're familiar with this too. It's like the original actor. Right. It was not Roy Scheider. It was uh, his co-star in Jaws, Richard Dreyfus. Correct. Who they was want- hot. Who was coming off the Goodbye Girl. He had yeah. an Oscar and... And and Richard Dreyfus uh, was going to play the Bob Fosse part. Yeah, Joe Gideon, right? And um, he he couldn't get along with Fosse no. on this. He no. disagreed, so he used to like talk to his pal Roy Scheider right, over dinner, uh, over dinner, and say, oh, "I'm not getting along. I just we can't come to an agreement on this. I'm miserable." And Roy Scheider would show old sympathy, and then Roy Scheider gets offered the part, and he takes it. You should have sucked up to Billy Barty when you were up for that, <laughs> when you were both up for that, that same part. It, it was very interesting. I, I think it was a combination of, of Fosse and, and Dreyfus not clicking, and Dreyfus realizing that he maybe could not carry a musical. Oh, There's yeah. There's a great book about Fosse. The author's name is, is jumping out of my head right now. It came out maybe a year or two ago, and there's a, there's a line attributed to Dreyfus where he says he just, he's, he's panicking at the, the thought of his, quote, fat Jewy ass <laughs> d- dancing around uh, dancing around on a screen. I think it was a combination of a lack of chemistry between the two men and his realization that maybe he... That he wouldn't look good That he wouldn't look good. He wasn't going to sell this. 
um, at all. And, and yeah, it is interesting how Scheider stepped in. When they were casting Fantasy Island, I would confide to my friend Hervé Villachez. Oh, really? And he would pretend <laughs> to be sympathetic and go, Ah, get up! I feel for you! Ah, get up! I have nothing but sympathy for you! And stole the uh, damn part yes, right out from under yes. you. Yes, That sawed-off little... Yeah, and then he called me when he got and he goes, Ah, oh, look, you give it! I have success with series now! Ha, ha, ha! Oh, God! I can't get enough of that one. <laughs> so you were glad when he checked himself yeah. out. Yeah, 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 he had it. He had it coming. This is the all-tangent show, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, a few words about all that jazz. See it or, go, or listen to the episode of See Here with, uh, the, where I talk about the film. If you can find it, uh, you can find it online. It's a wonderful podcast. It's a brilliant, self-indulgent, masterfully directed film. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those films that, that people love or hate because it's very... Again, the word is self-indulgent. And, you know, I've just started to realize yeah. something. His What's name that? is Gideon. Yeah, Gideon. Yeah, so is that like, you know, blow Gideon, blow? You know what? I think it was named after a play that Patty Chayefsky had written because ah. Fosse was friends with Patty Chayefsky. I think that was the origin of the, uh, of the name Gideon. It's in, it, you, you, could, you could find some trivia on this film or go to IMDb. We'll Can find, you look it up and just tell me? We don't have I the don't time right now. To read. It's, a, it's a warts and all uh, biography. I mean, it's a very dark uh, uh, look at himself, an odd, brutally honest at his philandering, at you know, his, 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 how difficult he was to work with, his, his substance abuse. Um, but it's a great film. It's a, it's a versatile film. It's, it's a biopic. It's a drama. It's a black comedy. It's a musical. A fun cast, uh, Cliff Gorman, Oh, turns yes. up playing the, the, the Lenny Bruce part that he played. That's right, because in the play. Cliff Gorman in the play Lenny. Correct. And they say he was great yeah. as Lenny. But then when the studio... when, when it, They when wanted it be- a star. Correct. When it became a feature film, they wanted Dustin Hoffman. But, but he brings Cliff Gorman back to basically play the character, which in the film is called, uh, in all that jazz, that movie within a movie is called The Stand-Up. And then the Cliff Gorman... Then was also successful in the play, and I guess he was in the movie, A Boys in the Band. Oh, Boys in the Band, sure. And then he was desperate. He spent the rest of his life trying to prove to everyone that he wasn't gay. Because he was so convincing yeah. in the part. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember him uh, being on in a magazine article in Look or Life, where he's like got a big cigar in his mouth, like trying to look like, like a Bob Guccione guy. or something. Yes, yeah, with a cigar, and you're thinking, hmm, that cigar looks like a peanut. That's funny. <laughs> he was a good actor. He very and he, good di- actor. he died fairly young. John Lithgow turns up in the movie. Jessica Lange as the Angel of Death. And is is Anne Reinking? Anne Reinking yeah. playing basically Anne Reinking yeah. playing yeah. one of Fosse's. <laughs> Playing Fosse's girlfriend, but she was an ex-girlfriend at the time. And Ben Vereen uh, is is wonderful in the film. Okay, so that's all and, that jazz. Yeah, and uh, and the Tingler and the Tingler. And in, in one episode, we managed to talk about Cliff Gorman, uh, Hervey Villachez, <laughs> and incidental music from the Andy Griffith show. Yes, we cover everything here. So this was Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal podcast. See the Tingler and all that jazz. They're very similar. Very similar. Yeah. <laughs> Indistinguishable. 
you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger, Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny. And I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and three comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.